Welcome to the Taylor and Jen podcast. Mornings with Taylor and Jen. I went to a different high V the other day. That was exciting. So Are I'm, you 117 years old? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> they put the cereal in the wrong places. It's a different high V. Life 107.1. I didn't even realize this was a thing that could happen, but my brother sends me a message the other day, and we do like video messages back and forth so we can talk it out. Okay. And he's got the camera really zoomed in on his face, and he says, so we've started doing grocery delivery because... Oh, ordering online. Ordering online, because he and his wife, they're they're new parents the second time, Mm -hmm. so they've got a a toddler and a little baby girl, Mm -hmm. and so they are strapped for time, and they're like, this is something that'll help us out. So, online grocery delivery. And he says, uh, Megan, my wife ordered eight bananas because they figured that was the right amount of bananas they needed for the week. Eight bananas. And they got their boxes and they open up one and there's eight bananas. But then they opened up another box and it was full of bananas. What? And another box and it was full of bananas. Oh, that's bananas! He turns the camera around (laughs) and his entire kitchen table is covered with bananas. (gasps) He says, they delivered 47 bananas to our house. (laughs) And I I think what they might have done was delivered eight bunches of bananas. So they have so much potassium. I don't think they're going to get cramps until the year 2030. I mean, it's really a red letter day when you get too much of a good thing. But it's still a little weird. You know, my brother ordered eight bananas. Instead, I think he got eight bunches and now has 47 bananas just sitting on his kitchen table. You have something like that happen to you, Kim? I have what's called a 64 Pickle Award. What? 64 Pickle Award. How'd that come about, Kim? Well, because I took an over-the-phone order, because this was years ago, at a restaurant, and they ordered eight large pickles. And I said, you really want eight large pickles, because guess how many pickles come in a large order? Eight. Oh, boy. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. They just wanted large pickles, because we did deep-fried pickle spears. Hello. And so we did 64 pickles. (laughs) The customer paid for and took half, and we passed the other half out to other patrons in the restaurant. And at our annual party, I was given the 64 Pickle Award. All right, Shelly, what's your too much of a good thing story? Six years ago, my son started trap shooting for the school. It's a sport for our school. Yeah, and that's awesome. So my folks wanted to help out, and they said, we'll get you the ammunition or whatever. And so they went to the local box stores here and said they needed 10, like, 10 boxes of them mm-hmm. and she gets the bill and he's like well do you want to just meet us around back and she's like sure no problem so she goes and pays for it she comes back and luckily they had a truck because they did 10 cases, Ten cases oh my goodness <laughs> we got to my folks and we were like well, how are we supposed to get rid of all this <laughs> Wouldn't the bill alone just kind of indicate that something was up? I don't know. You know, you just swipe your credit card and go, and (laughs) you didn't even check it. And that's been an ongoing joke all the time. Now, make sure you say 10 boxes, now not 10 cases. Oh, man. It was a simple miscommunication. 
It ended up benefiting me quite a bit, <laughs> I have to say. I had a relative. I'm going to not name him to protect him because he's not here to defend himself. <laughs> he worked at a big, big company. Mm-hmm. All right. He was in charge of a big division of the company. And it was becoming the end of the fiscal year. So he went to his faithful assistant and said, okay, so how much do we have left like in the, you know, petty cash kind of stuff? And she's like, oh, about 15. And he's like, oh, okay. He says, you know what? Why don't we buy up some more pens? You know, they've got the name of our company on there and our reps give them out. So why don't you just go ahead and use those to buy pens? And she was like, okay. So a few days later, the pens get delivered. It like fills a conference room, boxes what? of pens. And he's like, what? What did you, what happened? And she said, well, you said to spend the rest on pens. And he said, you said there was 1,500. She said, oh, no, there was 15,000. $15,000 worth of pens. pens oh, my goodness. So the next time I saw him, he was like, hey, you need some pens? <laughs> I had boxes of pens for years. The word of the day is aptonym. Aptonym. Or if you want to say something even more fun, name freak. This is when your personal name particularly suited to its owner's occupation. For example, Usain Bolt, fastest man in the world, a sprinter. His name is Bolt. We were... Sitting through an awards ceremony for our organization, and there is a professor who has worked in the organization for what has it been 10, 15 years? And they were recognizing like 30. Okay. Yeah. They were recognizing his years of service. This is an art teacher, and his name is Professor Printy. <laughs> and, and we looked over because Logan graduated from this college that you hear in the afternoons. And we looked at him. He, he goes, for years, I thought all of my art friends were playing a joke on me saying, yeah, I got to go off to see Professor Printy. Yeah. But that's actually his name. And that would be an aptonym. I think there was also a groundskeeper with the last name McGrow. Yeah, that was right. That was true. An aptonym. Mr. McGrow works Mr. on McGrow. the groundskeeper. He keeps it McGrowing. <laughs> You've seen them or you've heard them. You just never knew what they were called. Or maybe you did and you were smarter than Taylor and I were. But yesterday we figured out that the word aptonym is what it's called when a person's name is particularly perfect for the job that they do. So we want to hear the aptonyms in your life as you expand your vocabulary. I live in Sheraton, Iowa. And we recently had a dentist that worked here for quite some time and he moved on, but his name was Dr. Rip. Oh, boy. <laughs> Just R-I-P? R-I-P. Wow. Man, how do you feel going in there and it's like, I'm going to have to pull your tooth? Um, I never went to him. I, oh, okay. My dentist is out of town, but I never did. I never did hear anything bad. Okay, good. It was, it was a gentle ripping. Yes. Okay. Kind of feel like an episode of a children's show. Okay, today the word is aptonym. Now, That's... what does aptonym mean, boys and girls? Well, Taylor and Jen wouldn't have known two days ago, but as of yesterday, we do. It's when your name matches what you do in kind of a funny way. And our good friend Chris Wallenberg, do you have an aptonym? I got an aptonym. An aptonym, Chris. I'm so Chris? excited. <laughs> With the aptonym. I named my son Jude Stonewallenberg. <laughs> Stonewall. And his dad owns 
solid rock landscaping. Yeah. You called and I was like, wait a minute, Wallenberg, and he does landscaping? And his son's middle name is Stone. How does your son feel about his middle name being Stone with his last name being Wallenberg? Well, he's still accepting his first name, Jude, and people saying, hey, Jude, to him all the time, and then getting a huge smile Don't make it bad. So we got Labor Day weekend coming up right around the corner. Mm-hmm. I always forget about it. It's a terrible thing. I always forget about it. But it's a Monday off. And a lot of times, maybe you're doing it too, you get this one last little getaway. Oh, yeah. You know, where you can get away. Is that what you do on a getaway? But you do not get to get away from Mornings with Taylor and Jen or Life 107.1 because you can take us with you. It's that one last chance for us to get out of here, Taylor. And that's what we really want is for you to take us on a vacation somewhere. <laughs> Just go somewhere fun and then turn on the Life 107.1 app. Immediately, you'll be graced by the sound of uplifting music or troubled by the sound of Taylor and Jen, depending on what's going on at the time the station's on. But you can download that app. It's free on your iPhone and your Android. Just search that app store for Life 107.1. If you take us somewhere fun, would you let us know yeah. where we got to go? I need to update my passport. <laughs> got to get the stamps on I haven't it. gone anywhere since May. It's been very, very boring. I went to a different high V the other day. That was exciting. So Are I'm- you 117 years old? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> they put the cereal in the wrong places. It's a different high V! You know what? Not all of us can, like, every month go somewhere exotic. Sometimes you just got to try a new hy V. Maybe they have different crackers. I can't let this little throwaway comment go. You said something about, like, for fun, for adventure, you try a new hy V. You know, just every now and then to mix it up. And I'm not the only one. I just had to call and say I'm on Taylor's side with the new high V. Really? You try a new high V just for the fun of it? Oh, yeah. You never know. They might have a different Chinese food flavor or something, Mm -hmm. different layout, bigger store. Okay, so like how often do you go off the beaten path and try a new one? Not that often. That's why it's exciting. (laughs) That's why it's exciting. If you do it too much, it loses its luster. (laughs) You got a little on the edge. Yeah. See? Seriously, you two? This you is... think trying a new grocery store is living on the edge? Well, sometimes they might not have your preferred brand of things, and then then you've got to branch out. And the other day, it was like customer appreciation day at Hy-Vee, and we got multiple bouquets of flowers. So. <laughs> That's, I mean, there's just so much winning going on right there. You are easy to please. You never know what's going to happen when you walk into a grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I used to pride myself about staying on top of these things. Mm. But yesterday I had this moment. You have these moments when you realize you're really, really out of the loop. That is a hard thing because once upon a time I was hip and happening. <laughs> hip and happening. Maybe in my head. Okay. Now I just happened to break my hip. Now yep. I'm at that point in my life. No, I was reading this article and it was kind of bemoaning, like being really sad about the fact that cargo pants are coming back in style. Oh, interesting. They're coming and back. I think I said it out loud in my office. I was like, wait, what do you mean? I never knew they went out of style. And this is the Did crazy they go thing. Out of style? I've been aware of this. I've been aware that they are a much maligned piece of clothing. Maligned? It's, you know, it's, they're like dad pants. They're not really cool, but they're functional. I did not know that cargo pants were A, out of style, and B, 
were maligned on their way out. I mean, it's, you know, you can wear those with your Crocs and it'll be a complete set. Logan, I can't believe I'm about to quote him. He says cargo pants and cargo shorts are two different things. Oh, 100% they're different. Why would one be out and one be in? Have you seen a pair of cargo pants? (laughs) There's your answer. No one needs a pocket on their ankle. You're clinging. And and I get it. I understand it because I cling too. Mm -hmm. There is probably something or some things in your wardrobe that are passe. They're not in style. You would not see them on a runway. No, no, no. In fact, they probably almost embarrass your kids or your spouse or the people that love you. But you cling to it. You persist. You will continue to wear it. Tim, do you have something that you should probably be embarrassed of, but you still wear it? I don't know about embarrassed. You know, it's a matter of opinion. But um, <laughs> <laughs> you guys were talking about cargo pants. I have a pair that I like. They're very, very comfortable. And I just told my wife, like, I think yesterday, I'm like, I think I need to get a couple more pair of these. They're really comfortable. And what'd she say? She didn't actually say anything. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Well, I have a pair of black ones. I wear them to church sometimes. Yeah. Mm. Formal cargo pants. Yeah, and they have the pocket on the side. Yeah. Not quite to the ankle, but, you know, down by the knee. <laughs> no, they made black cargo pants. Dress cargo yeah, pants? Yeah. They're kind of dressy. For the discerning cargo no, man. No, Tim, No. <laughs> No, there's no such yes. thing as dressy cargo pants. I think they kind of are. I mean, they're, <laughs> but they're really comfortable. Have you ever felt tired? And I'm not just talking like tired, your eyelids are getting heavy. Like the kind of tiredness that seeps into your bones and no amount of sleep, no amount of vacation is going to cure that. I have felt that at times. It's hard. It's tough. Uh, my wife and I have been there recently just, just going through a lot of personal stuff with uh, with infertility. Our dog is really sick right now. And it's just, I come home from work and I kind of collapse on the couch. And sometimes the best I can do is just scroll through Facebook until it's time to go to bed. Hmm. I saw someone talking about a verse that I had heard a million times before. Where Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. Yeah, I think a lot of us could even quote that verse. Uh, yeah, it's it's such a, you know, it's a popular verse for when you're feeling worn out. But this person twisted it in just a different way. And instead of saying, you know, Jesus is going to take care of you. He's going to help you out. He says, where does Jesus say you will find rest when you're weary and heavy burdened? And I realize so many of the things that I have done to cope with that weariness when it gets beyond tired, not necessarily bad things, but I don't end up feeling rested when I come through this. Because Jesus doesn't say scrolling through something mindless will give you rest. He doesn't say watching a TV show and turning off your brain will give you rest. He says, I will give you rest. Mm. And so not like I'm going to give up my Facebook or stop watching TV, but recognizing that, man, when I'm in that deep weariness, bone level exhaustion, maybe Jesus is the place to turn. I can't believe it. You can't? But it's it's time to have this conversation again. I know. We talked about this yesterday, didn't we? Comes around every year. Mm-hmm. Every year, it feels like it happens sooner. But it has to be had. Can, can we talk about the pumpkin spice situation? <laughs> talk about It's like 90,000 degrees outside. It's still August, but yes, let's talk about pumpkin spice. Get your hot pumpkin spice latte so you can wear your leggings and your oversized sweaters. 
<laughs> yes, because they are out. And PSL, PSL is out. I think didn't Luann come in with something pumpkin spice yeah. the other day? Yeah, she, she's she's already diving into the pumpkin spice <laughs> world. And sometimes I'm I'm looking at how this is spreading, and, and I just feel like saying you've thought so long and hard about whether or not you could that you didn't stop to ask yourself if you should. Oh, I'm sensing you saw something that disturbed you about pumpkin spice. Okay, I made the mistake of googling pumpkin spice products. Why? Because Just to see, you know, to, to track the pumpkin spice situation. Okay. I have appointed myself the pumpkin spice tracker. And the first thing that came up, I thought this was a joke, like an April Fool's thing. Let me guess. Let me guess. Pumpkin pie flavored spam. No, no. although that probably exists. Oh, no. The, spice. The, this was literally the first result that came up when Google told me stuff that I could shop for. You can now get pumpkin spice scented Women's deodorant. Are you kidding me? Don't don't you want your armpits to smell like a pumpkin pie? Isn't that isn't that the dream of every woman? A white picket fence, two and a half children, and armpits that smell of clove and nutmeg. So I pumpkin spice deodorant. Yeah, and it's apparently it's all natural. It's very you know all natural. So is lightning. <laughs> I like pumpkin spice. I do. I, I we're just questioning. Why is the default essence, default taste, mm. flavor of fall pumpkin spice? Why is it pumpkin spice that we see everywhere and anywhere and in places that we shouldn't see? We don't even question it. So we no. just want to know, who would you put up against pumpkin spice for like an alternate candidate for king of the fall? Green bean casserole. <laughs> Ooh. I like No, it. no, no. Serious, that was a joke. Oh, oh I, I was ready to be like, okay, outside candidate. Here's my serious one. Brown sugar, cinnamon, apple, cheddar, cheese with bacon on the side. <laughs> hey I'm pretty sure you just cheated by putting all of those together, but we're going to let it go. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I was going to throw in maple, but I thought, no, let's stay with the apple. That would be okay, too much. That would be over the top. Hi, Polly. Oh, my goodness. That sounds fantastic. I need that in my life. Life 107.1. Hey, who's this? This is AJ. Hi, AJ. AJ. How are you this morning? Good. Good. Okay, AJ, what candidate would you like to run against pumpkin spice? Nutmeg. Nutmeg. Hey, there you go. All right. So, AJ, what is nutmeg in that you think tastes really good? It's in, like, a lot of different recipes mm-hmm. that my family had, and it, it makes a lot of different flavors. Yeah. It does that. You're right. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. You know what? Um, in the mornings, I eat oatmeal every day, and sometimes when I walk by Taylor, Taylor says, ooh, I can smell the nutmeg. <laughs> nutmeg makes me happy. You've made a good choice. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Now, we're not saying that it hasn't done a good job. No. No, and we're not saying that it it, it hasn't held the office well. Mm -hmm. We're just asking the questions here because that's what we do on Mornings with Taylor and Jen. Who made pumpkin spice the king of fall? I think the office was just vacant and it just kind of <laughs> sauntered in and I nobody know. noticed. And now, and like it's, I like pumpkin spice. Sure. Hasn't it, been bad. No, it hasn't. But I think it's about time to unseat the incumbent or at least try. I mean, yeah. given, let's get some candidates to run against pumpkin spice to unseat it for the taste of fall. So what do you think the taste of fall should be instead of pumpkin spice? 
hot chocolate, you know, like at a football game mm-hmm. and it's kind of cold and that hot chocolate smell. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. Oh, I hey, I can see that Man. candidacy right now. I, I didn't think about that as a possibility, but... Oh, well, yeah, especially if you put some cinnamon in mm-hmm. that hot chocolate. And put a little mint in it. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. yeah. Now, see, you might be encroaching on Christmas. Yeah, when you get mint, that's getting a little close to December. Yeah, but then you can just go from one season into the other. Seamlessly. Oh. By adding just a little Andy's mint candy into your hot chocolate. You've got this planned out. You've really thought about this. She's been ready to run for a long time. Hot chocolate. You're going through your day. Mm. You're charging along. You realize you're starting to flag. Did you know that science... Science! 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 Oh, the lovely science! Tells you what you're going to do about it. Oh, okay. What am I doing about it? This is a new study that's come out. I love studies. And this study has found that two-thirds of Americans love snacking so much that they always have food on them. (laughs) Like somewhere there is food at the ready for when you need a little pick me up. We have ready to go snacks. Two thirds of us. Two thirds of Americans. Just like I, I could go to a crowd of people and say, who's got food right now? And it's 70 percent would raise their hand. Wow. Do you have food on you right now, Jen? Um, Thankfully, this morning, I didn't drop any oatmeal on myself. Oh, good. So. <laughs> That's a first. Science says... Well, a survey anyway, says that two thirds of us, two thirds of Americans have snacks at the ready whenever they're out and about because, well, we love snacking so much. I have never been that guy who just always has food on hand. No. Well, that's because you don't carry a purse. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have food at the ready, Heidi? I do, but I have a defense, okay? Oh, okay. I have two little kids. And a husband. Have you heard of the term hangry? Yeah. They are not nice people if I don't have food. Oh, really? So, like, when they start getting mean at each other or not using kind words, I'm like, here's a snack. <laughs> Let me see. Let me dig through my purse and find an old Jolly Rancher so you don't have <laughs> Do you have snacks at the ready? Because... Science says two-thirds of Americans always have a snack food on them for some reason or another. Madison, you got some snacks on you right now? Yes, and I get made fun of all the time, but in my defense, I'm a mom of two toddlers, and they are constantly (laughs) snacking. And so I have to have that when I'm out and about running errands for when they start yelling in the back. Are you sure it's for your toddlers? I mean, I got myself a granola bar as well. See, you've got yeah. snacks at the ready for yourself, too. And I'm sorry, but when you said you were the mom of two toddlers, all I could picture was a mom walking down the aisle in the grocery store with two kids, like, jumping like piranhas <laughs> for snacks. <laughs> I just feel like that someday. Yeah. I'm a four-year-old and a two-year-old, and it yeah. does feel like that. The Taylor and Jen Podcast is a product of Northwestern Media, a ministry of the University of Northwestern St. Paul. You can hear more from Taylor and Jen weekday mornings online at life1071.com or on the Life 107.1 app.